You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. If you've ever been on a holiday, particularly a road trip, you'll know that it's not always the smoothest sailing experience. But that didn't stop Curtis Delapierre and his wife. They packed up their family of six and set off from their Melbourne home and embarked on the ultimate family road trip adventure all around the country. So far, they've travelled up to Caramba, past Longreach, from Winston up to the Gulf, around north of Cairns and back down the east coast of Australia. And that's just up till now. Hi, Curtis. How are you? I'm very well. Siobhan, thank you for having me. Are you also mad? <laughs> Some people may say I'm mad, but uh, I love the, the open road and taking your kids out and about and seeing the nature and hiking up hills and swimming in waterholes. It's uh, I think it's a great way to introduce kids to camping life on a road trip. So this road trip, how long have you been going so far? Uh, we've done four weeks um, up until the Sunshine Coast and I flew my wife out and so she could go back and go back to work, and then we've got a week to get back from the Sunshine Coast to Melbourne. Is this a regular thing for your family, doing such big road trips? Or It, it seems that way, yes. <laughs> we, uh, we don't fit in a motel room very well. There's six <laughs> people, so uh, a caravan fits the bill very nicely. So yeah, all of our trips are on road trips, and we try to get as far as north. Coming from Melbourne, it's very cold, so if you go up north, you get better sunshine. And tell me the ages of your children, because this is important for people to get context in terms of your what your travelling on the road is actually like. Yes, yes. Uh, well, the youngest is Daniel, and he's three, turns four later this year. Then we've got uh, Rowan, who's five, Naomi, who's seven, and our oldest daughter, Laura, who's ten. So um, one of, I mean, Mike, I've only got two, and thank goodness there's a space between them on the seats, but they still manage to fight in the car. Um, what are your children like sitting next to each other on those long trips? I mean, even when we were growing up, children fighting cars. Do you have that problem with your kids? Well, they, yeah, all kids fight. I think anyone would be lying to say the kids <laughs> don't fight in the car. It's, uh, it's just the ability to um, build on that fight and they need to problem solve and realise, yes, they're stuck in a car next to each other for the next four, five, six, seven hours or so and just get on with it. So, uh, they they work out fine. Do you? Um, I've been told before if you're going on a long car trip to with with children around this age group that you need to plot where you're going to stop so that they can get out and stretch their legs. And I have to admit, we've had a few road trips where my husband and I have just tried to push through so that we can yeah. get there. How do you manage that? Do you stop along the way and then it takes longer? Or? Uh, I'm, I'm a dad, so I'm one of these people that get up early and go. I, I stop for fuel and, <laughs> and that's it. And then we'll make a sandwich and eat it in the car. And I think it's important to get there on time safe. So we end up leaving early so we can arrive early. So if you leave early, you can get there mid-afternoon and you can go in the swimming pool, go for a walk, go down the street and stretch your legs. Um, I find that if I stop all the time, you never get to the destination. So uh, look, everyone's different. I appreciate that. But I like to get in the car and go, Siobhan. And the lessons they learn on the way about getting along. Yes. That's a good one. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Curtis de la Pierre. Um, we're talking about his road trip, this current road trip that he's on and his family of six altogether, four children and he and his wife. We're talking about how they get out and stay on the road. They go all the way from Melbourne up to the top of Australia and all over the place. 
Curtis, part of you mentioned when you came in this morning that um, you didn't have much screen time growing up and that's important to you. How do you parent your kids now when there are so many screens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good question, Siobhan. Um, I, I think you always parent the way you, you always look back at your childhood and you think about your parents and how they raised you as a child. And we all take a piece of our parents' advice, whether we like it or not. Um, and my parents chose not to have TV and chose a more of a, an outdoor lifestyle. So we do have a TV at home. Uh, we do, like you, Siobhan, limit the, the amount of hours they watch TV, um, generally after dinner or on the weekend. I think getting them outdoors and enjoying the outdoor life is much better than sitting in front of a screen watching the great outdoors. So, uh, yeah, I think camping is a great form of television. So, so when did you get your um, caravan? Like, how long have you been doing this with the kids? Uh, well, we originally had a trip planned to Sydney, and uh, in Sydney, I rang up the motels and hotels or whatever else, and they said. Yes, we have two rooms available for you. And I said, I love my wife. I want to sleep next to her. (laughs) I don't want to have Michelle sleep in one bedroom and I sleep in another and we have two kids each. Um, We did find one place to stay. That was a a penthouse in the city. Wow. Uh, Exactly. And that was $2,500 for one night. And uh, so that was enough to push my wife over the line to go buy a caravan. So. Right, but it, I get the feeling from the way you say that that you've always been keen on this idea. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, my wife wasn't necessarily a big camper, but once she saw the fact that you can't fit four kids in a motel room, the caravan's the next best option. So it, it's a great, great way to go see the country. You've got your stove there, you've got your bed, you can pull over anywhere you want. If you want to change your location, you just drive to the next town and you meet some fabulous families and in the caravan parks and yeah it's great. So you mentioned that your wife got back on a plane to go home yes. and that you're here with the three kids you've got a week to get back. Yes. Um do you solo parent often? I'm a stay-at-home dad. I've been a stay-at-home dad for all the four kids since though uh, between 4 and 5 weeks old. Um my wife often jokes that I plan a holiday by planning her trip home first. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, no, she had to go back to work and um, we wanted to see the north of Australia um, before the kids got too old and had to go to high school where you can't take them out of school um, with the idea that school holidays, we can go see the parts of New South Wales that are in driving distance, whereas northern Queensland and northern Northern Territory and all that are often harder to get to. So being, I'm just going to hone in on the fact that you said you're a stay-at-home dad, as much <laughs> as we think that Australia is changing and that we have more stay-at-home dads than probably 10 years ago. Yes. It's it's still, you're still in the minority, Curtis. I am. I am. <laughs> what's it like in Melbourne? Do you find, what's it like being a stay-at-home dad in Melbourne? Because I, I imagine there aren't as many groups for you to join or you're yes. a bit unusual in the playground. Yes, I quite often get called Mr. Mum um, <laughs> and a number of other things. Uh, but there is actually a, a stay-at-home dads group in the suburb that we uh, we live. Hello to Mitcham Dads, the Salvation Army. Um, so, yeah, great bunch of dads that either work part-time or look after the kids full-time. And uh, joining a group like that's great. You have a sense of belonging. You don't feel like you, you stand out. 
um, and you can, you can go have a play date without having to uh, deal with the, the, the husbands at work, potentially. So. <laughs> <laughs> My husband often would take the kids to the playground because we've had to share their care. And he said that all the women in the playground would always gravitate to him and then complain about their husbands. Does that happen to you? Yeah. Look, um, <laughs> and he also got a lot of accolades for doing very straightforward things. Yeah. Look, I think, yeah, I think dads and mums differ in some regards. Like, I think dads really enjoy the relish, the time they spend with their kids. Um, quite often they often work part time or, you know, filling in with shift work. Uh, and whereas mums tend to sometimes focus on the, the harder things in life, but sometimes you've got to take a step back and realise where you are and how lucky you are to look after your kids and not have to send them off to childcare or after school care or grandma. I mean, it's great spending 24-7 with them and taking them out and enjoying, enjoying childhood. And have you and your wife had any challenge, not challenges as such, but any sort of social pushback about you staying home with the kids and her going back to work or have people been really cool with it? Oh yeah, look, certainly people are very, can be judgmental about it. You know, a dad pushing a pram with a bassinet always <laughs> raises eyebrows and, uh, you know, everyone, people would walk past and say, oh, you're giving your mum a break today, eh? And it's like, okay, yes, yes, right. Sure, whatever. Whatever you You know, maybe, maybe she can give me a break. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So yeah, look, plenty of people raise eyebrows, especially the older generation. Like my parents' generation it was unheard of for the dads to stay home and look after newborn or a toddler or a child, I mean, the dads went to work and came home and did the token good night to maybe a bottle of milk to say good night, and that was it, Siobhan. So. Yeah. Oh, well, it's so interesting. I think we have to keep in touch with your family, see where you go next. Absolutely, Siobhan. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. That was Curtis De La Pierre. He's a dad of four, and he was talking about his travels around Australia with his wife and four kids. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.